the good, the bad, and the Boucherian. The good, the bad, and the Boucherian. And folks, you're listening to the good, the bad, and the Boucherian. Guys who I was with in year 11 have graduated. They have degrees. My friends who I I started high school with have finished uh, university and I'm still here chilling. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I only have A-levels. And now you look at my current friends, the guys who are my age are in third year, going to fourth year, some have cleared. And then now you look back and you're like, okay, what have I done? I'm literally 21 mm-hmm. and I have not started uni. So like you, you start thinking and you're like, okay, no, okay. You also now try, you're not supposed to compare your life with other people's because you know, different journeys and everything. Mm. But you know, in your quiet time, you just sit down and you're like, God, why does it have to be me? Mm. Like, why, why do I, why am I the one who is, you know, not in school? when everyone around me is having conversation of how assignments are, you know, doing the thing, how they are acquiring the semester. And I'm just here like, I can't relate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not even, I didn't even realize I was being taught the wrong syllabus. It was my older brother who did. And I'm supposed to do my year. This is January of 2020. And I'm supposed to do my year 13 exams in mid-June of 2020. And I've been taught the wrong syllabus for both year 12 and 13. It's your boy, Billy, and we're back at it with another episode. Hope you guys are keeping well and keeping safe and things are going well on your side as they are on mine. And today my guest in the studio is Shani Odhiambo, an upcoming brilliant lawyer. And today we'll be talking many things, lots of things about waiting, patience, and, you know, some of the things we struggle with, especially when we're in our waiting season. So Shani, how are you? Me, Nico, just, you know, taking each day as it comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Maisha is doing the thing, but, you know. What thing is Mesha doing? Yet yesterday I saw on Twitter waiting good news. If that's the thing Mesha is doing, God, can Mesha do the same thing for me? It's no, only <laughs> <the> reality. Reality. <laughs> 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 okay, this is actually happening. Okay. Mm. Eh, you've you've waited for this mm. day to happen for a long time. How has this? Eh, I think. I've waited for you for like, I think a year now. Mm-hmm. It even got to a point where I was like, you know what? Mm. what start thinking of going to Strathmore. <laughs> My what? Because one thing was like, I, I knew one thing. I was not, um, I was going back to school this year. That was the thing. Like I was not staying home for another year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me a couple of days to process it. And here we are. So, g- give us backstory for my listeners who don't know. So, first, um, you talked about earlier taking it at a time. How has that been? Is taking it at a time as easy as it sounds? 
because you know how guys always just say take that time is it easy and two is talk to me about the gap mm. years has been so uh-huh so you say like number one for me it was hard mm. it will go hard i don't i don't think i ever really um need how hard it was i ever uh acknowledge how hard it was because i'm looking guys who i was with in year 11 were gra- have graduated they have degrees my friends who i will i started high school with have finished uh university and i'm still here chilling <laughs> like mm-hmm. i only have a level and now you look at my current friends the guys who are my age are in third year going to fourth year some have cleared and then now you look back and you're like okay what have i done i'm literally 21 mm-hmm. and i have not started uni so like you, you start thinking and you're like okay no okay you also now try you're not supposed to compare your life with other people's because you know different journeys and everything mm. but you know in your quiet time you just sit down and you're like god why does it have to be me mm. like why why do i why am i the one who is you know not in school when everyone around me is having conversation of how assignments are you know doing the thing how they are acquiring the semester and I'm just here like I can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. So you just have to like put a brave face on and you're like, okay, I'm not gonna let this get to me. Because again, if you let it get to you, that is a downward spiral that mm-hmm. getting out of could be quite difficult. So I think I just tried to keep myself busy. And to answer your other question, the gap. What? So I finished A levels in year 13, which is an equivalent to form six in 2020. COVID did the thing. So like we got predicted grades, but the grades that I got, I, I didn't like them. So I was like, let me go back to school for three months and receive the exams, which is mm. what I did. I restarted them in January, 2021, got my results did so well i was so glad i sat but because of the time my results came out i had missed the intake of the school that i wanted to go to so i was just like ah i've rushed the last three years of my schooling it wouldn't hurt to you know take a gap year so that was the plan i was like let me just stay home i go to school in 2020 now which was last year i think god was just laughing at me <laughs> <Someone say. laughs> Someone said, "Man laughs, God no man plans, God laughs." He's the laughing at us or with us. Mm-hmm. No, the, the laughing. He has been having a field day, but anyway. So yeah, so I finished, got the results. What did I do? Oh, now you know it was during COVID. Still, um, I think we went to do the third or the fourth wave. So like borders were closed. I wanted mm. to go to I wanted to go back to Australia. Borders were closed, so there's nothing you could do as far as school. And online doing it online meant waking up at weird hours of the night because of the time difference. My brother did it. I looked at him and I was like, I'm not doing this. No. Yeah. You're waking up at three to do an exam. Even if I love school, like I like sleep more. So I was just like, no. Same. Mm-hmm. 
this more. So, and then we started the applying process. This was now, okay, 2023. Okay, this was now fe- around Feb, no, March, April last year. So I got, I think I got my first feedback in. Okay, let me just look at the time frame because it's thing. Okay, yeah, around I finished in 2021. I applied one second, one second. This is 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, <laughs> uh-huh. The fifth month of the year is yes, May. it was last year May. Yeah, so I started applying in Feb Feb last year. Yeah, yeah I had already gotten my results in twenty twenty one. So I applied last year Feb. Um, then around April May, I got a rejection letter from the University of Newcastle, which is where I wanted. No. Gosh, I started applying in 2021. Sorry, in 2021, November. Then the rejection letter came in January of last year. And the reason why they rejected me was they said that I didn't have enough academic um, qualifications. But I'm like, I academic qualifications. So my dad called the school, they explained everything. Then I got an offer letter in May. By this time, I had missed the first intake of the year, so we had yeah. to push it to, to July. And now that we were pushing it to July, my dad was like, now that you have a couple more months, let's explore other universities that could, you know, maybe even even the fee burden on him, because he was already paying for my older brother, who is in, also in Australia. So we started looking and we eventually found another university it's like a technical university equivalent called TIFF and we got it and then a very very good family friend of ours works there so we're like ah rather than paying the agency because for you to study in Australia you need to apply through an agency you can't Mm. apply directly to the university like you literally have to go through an agency Mm -hmm. so my dad is like let's just use a friend as the agency so this was now May, June, May, June. So we applied. Um, since July is coming, I'm supposed to be going to school. I have seen. Um, remember the offer letter I got in yeah. Feb. The school is calling me. Um, when are you? You need to pay the deposit so we can give you the confirmation of enrollment so you can start on the visa processes. But my dad is just like, no, 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 just chill just chill i was like okay we are chilling so uh, the second <laughs> the second university we're not hearing anything july has come and gone and then i, I deferred uh, then it meant deferring the first offer letter because i was like i'd rather just have it rather than rejecting it i'd rather just have it as a backup plan in case the second university falls through so july has come and gone I've missed both intakes for the year. The next intake is Feb 2023. Now, at this point, I was like, God, it's now one and a half years I've been out of school. 
and it's like nothing is working like at all like it's like you're closing all the doors mm. but i was like you know what let's just for the sake of my parents i was like i'm not gonna show that i'm pissed because i could see how stressed my dad was during this june july august period because i'm supposed to go to school but there's no information whatsoever so anyway july came august came september came <clears throat> october came and then i got i finally got the application form for the second university way before the in um income the intake period the intake was the intake starts in november so i filled in the forms i sent them in october so knowing that immediately the intake opens one uh my application form will be one of the first that they they get the review yeah yeah so we did that we sent november came nothing no word december i mean shans i'm looking at my dad like i am supposed to go to school in the next two months and all at least it's no this time around i was getting feedback but the feedback i'm getting is send us your school certificate i'm like i sent them with the application form what more do you want okay mm. send us your birth certificate i'm like again i had sent it send us proof because i'm going back to australia usually um they ask for an english test but because i had already studied there and lived there um we we knew and we thought of as what what we did for my brother was we just proved that he went to high school in australia and he didn't have to do the english test so now they asked like give us proof that you're in australia and that you read in australia so that we exempt you from the english test they come back to like uh did you do high school i'm like i sent you my report forms for year seven and eight that is high school what more do you want uh. <laughs> it's like it's a lot of back and forth of just documents and then at this time because we had sent the application forms in <clears throat> in august um they now want an updated bank statement because august was too far off and it's now december they want a recent one because we're in shags and the banks are closed it's like the 26th 27th we have to wait until we get back to nairobi so we get back to nai and it's still the same thing send us your documents i'm like you have all these documents and then they bring up the fact that my birth certificate my school certificates my passport my id my driving license all have different names but i'm like i sent you guys an affidavit mm-hmm. i think this point i'm like you know what to do it was looked after strathmore it is january um it's january like the 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 fifth the sixth school is so uh, orientation week is on uh feb 13th school officially starts on the feb um uh, the 28th of feb and we all know the process of getting a visa I have not done medicals. I have not applied for a visa. I don't have a confirmation of enrollment, but I am going. Yes. <laughs> so all this time after the July mini for last year, after I ended up not going in July last year, I kind of like now kept it low key. The fact that I'm supposed to go. So like anyone who does me, I'm like, ah, me, I'm still around. Me, I'm still around. So we go to church. 
No, even before I go to church, I hear my mom and her friends praying. Shani is supposed to go to school next next month. We want uh, open doors. So I'm like, at this point, my mom's friends know my mom's friends know that I'm going. Mm-hmm. How I'm going, but Billy, there is no offer letter. Nothing. There's nothing. Nothing. Uh. nothing. <laughs> But my parents were telling guys I'm going, and then now my cousins are asking me, when are you going, when are you going? We need to, like, plan something before you leave. I'm like, you guys, just leave me alone. I don't have an answer to that question. Then, yeah, so this is where the night is. So last week, yeah, so last week on Monday, we had come, we had, we came back from Chad after New Year's. And dad's friend who was sorting out my application is Kenyan. So he's he's in Kenya for holidays. So he met up with dad. And then he was like, you know, I'm suspecting that they, they think that the fact that you, you did high school over there is not enough because it's been more than five years since I was in Australia. I was like, okay, that makes sense. What do they want me to do? They want me to do an English test. I'm like, am I? Mm. So the first that comes to my head is IELTS. This I E L T S. Yeah. I've had an incredibly hard to pass. So I started panicking, like Loki, panicking. I've been out of school for two years. I've not done touched a book relating to school for two years. And then now you want to ambush me with an English test, which basically my school up my school is um. If I fail this English test, I'm not going to school. We now have to look for schools in Kenya. So I was just like, the pressure is getting worse. It is getting... Uh, what? So my dad is like, no, 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 you're not doing IELTS. There's an there's a English test called a PSN test of English, which it was on a Tuesday, Monday, and they had a test on Wednesday. They had a test on Wednesday. And this was Monday evening. So my dad is telling me, so I'm like, I'm now Googling the test. I'm like, okay, I need to mentally prepare myself. And I come to realize the test is by the same exam board that I did my uh, 12 and 13 exams from. And I got an Easter in English. So I'm hey. like, why? Uh-huh. Well, so I'm going to to do an English test from the same exam board that I did my A-levels with and passed. Like, if I had gotten a C, I would have understood. But it was an A star with the, with the same exam board. So at this point, I was like, you know what? There's no point in complaining. Let's just do the test. Because when I looked at it online, it was, it was simple. It was a simple test that was just speaking, writing, listening, and reading, which is what... And the thing I liked about this test was that it's practical. Unlike IELTS, so it usually things that you'd come across in the education system. So I was like, okay, let's do this. Because this was Monday evening. Dad was like, I'll I'll load my impressa and then we pay for the test tomorrow. So Tuesday comes, I'm now online trying to sign up for the test. And then <laughs> I see the notification that you have to you have to apply for the test 24 hours, exactly 24 hours before or, or more than. But yeah. after but if it becomes less interesting, then you can't see the test. So me at the back of my head, 
I thought was an IELTS test where they are, you know, they do them periodically during the year. So I'm like, okay, it is 12 p.m. The test is supposed to be on Wednesday, 9 a.m. So I've missed the deadline. They're literally telling me this test is not available. You can't book it. I call my dad. My dad is not speaking. He's in a meeting. I'm just like, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me here? Hey, uh-huh. I was like, because I, I literally, my dad is not speaking. I'm like, this, these people are telling me I can't book the test. And I'm supposed to do this thing tomorrow. It is January 10th. And it was the 10th. And the test was on the 11th. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me just let me just Google if there are any other, any other um, dates that you can take the test. Fortunately... <laughs> there was one the following day on the 12th i was like okay at least because i was i was about to panic because it was the 11th 12th and then the next one was on the 20 something of january uh is it oh. eh, finally like, eh, okay this is a sign so i needed the test we paid and then now i'm now the night before that night i'm sitting in bed i'm like i've not done a test in two years that's alone a test that I've been ambushed for and I've never heard of in my life. And I'm supposedly to I'm supposed to supposed to do this test tomorrow. And um I need to do good. I need to pass in this test. So I was like, okay, cool. All right. So where it was Thursday. Thursday came, I went, it was in the morning, I went and did the test, and then I was like, all right. Cool. They usually tell you the results come out within 48 hours. So I was like, at least now I can breathe for 48 hours. I get home. I get an email from the, the test people. I see your results are out. I'm like, I... Where's <laughs> 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 this now? Which pressure is this now? So before I, before I check my results, I just Google, what is the passing mark? of this test i just needed to know so that i can mentally prepare myself so like, okay cool so i googled and the passing was 65 to 75. so i opened the email i opened in me and i find my results i got a 74. so i'm like okay cool i passed hey nice uh-huh so it was now the 12th yeah it was the 12th so may i continue on with my business my day the way it is nini that now last week saturday i'm in charge and then um i'm actually the with the divine services ended me i'm going to look for food as i usually do then i run into my mom and my mom is like have you had the good news i'm like which good news is this she's walking by hi mom <laughs> and She's like, uh, I'm like, which good news is this? And she's like, your offer letter has come. I'm like, hey. what? Uh -huh. Okay. So I was like, I maybe this is a scam. Nah. Because, you know, I'm so used to every feedback I had been getting was send us this, send us this, send us this. So like, I was like, okay, I'm going to contain my excitement. I'm in charge. People around me, 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 me. So I walk out, I go to the car, and I ran into my dad, and he was with a couple of my friends. So like, I'm saying hi to him, and he's like, oh, your offer letter came yesterday. 
I'm like, when is this even waiting for me to do that English test? Because I did the English uh, test, and I think the next day the offer letter came. Eh. Uh, so the English test wasn't even needed. I I don't I I don't know. I really <laughs> don't know if they if it was the English test or it was just the timing. I don't know. So I didn't process. I didn't process it like at all. Because yeah, I was told on Saturday. Then that is like, oh yeah, then now because school is I'm supposed to be oriented from the 13th of Feb, it is now the it was the 14th. The 14th of January. Um we have to get started on your visa ASAP. So he's sending me to the agency that we had used for the first university. So I go there on Monday. Not me, I'm expecting it to be a smooth process. I show them my offer letter. Here it is. They ask me where are your documents. I they already have my documents. So like they just they just you know start the process. And the lady who was dealing with my case just looks at me and she's like, This is not possible. Getting a visa by the time you're supposed to be in school is not possible. You're going to have to defer. My heart sank. I was like, No, eh? no, <laughs> no. I'm like, you can't have a high. I've already gotten my offer letter after I don't know, six months. And then now you want to tell me I have to defer? Nah, uh, Z. There's no, no way. Mm. So I was like, let me let me just calm down. And she's telling me how, you know, um, going to Australia, because a lot of, like, Australia schools open for the new year that last week of Feb. So majority of the and if you were to go to school, you would have started applying the previous year, November, so that you're slotted for medicals in December, and then you wait for January for your visa, and then your visa comes, and then you book your flight, and you go before school starts. But it is January, and the, the earliest time I can do my medicals is, I think, the second week of February, and I'm just like, I, I'm not deferring. Mm. No, I am not so that that is now when I even said I'd rather wake up at 2 a.m. for those online classes. I just as we need my visa, but I'm I'm not deferring. That is where we are right now. Um, we are <laughs> we are waiting for the visa. Nini, I'm now waiting for my confirmation of enrollment so that I can officially start my visa application process as we also ask the school if i can me <clears throat> if i can start online and then possibly go after the first after the first time or like when the visa comes i just fly out yeah yeah that's 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 it man that's that's, that's, that's but story. for you in this journey talk mm. to me a bit about uh first the time I met mm. your dad, your dad is very uh, keen on education. Oh, yeah. Right? So how was that for yeah. you now when you're home and you know how your dad is about education? Was there some sort of pressure or was it very understanding? And then two is mm-hmm. on comparison where, as you said earlier, mm. like some of your colleagues are finishing school. Mm. There's a time when everyone is posting memes on assignments and quoko are same but for you you can't relate to that so for you how was yeah. it to uh 
how was the comparison bit for you? Was it easy to not compare yourself and say that this is my own journey? Like I always tell you, like this is your own journey. Everyone's journey is very mm. different. Mm. Or was it easy to say? Kusema and Raisi. All these things, Kusema. Is oh, very yeah. Easy. Oh, yeah. Mm. But when you're alone in your shit at night, you're just thinking, damn, what, what is this? What, what, what is coming <laughs> up? Then, obviously, you know that Gen Z pressure of Kuomoka and sometimes oh, yeah. you mm. a lot of time. So how's all that for you? Okay, so I think I've been fortunate enough and lucky enough to have parents who like are understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, because first of all, when we came back, uh, when we had come back to Kenya, my parents could have just said they are throwing us into the eight four four system. We sort ourselves that it's like that. Because let's face it, British system schools are not the cheapest schools out there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So they could have said, you know what, I don't, because that for me, it would have meant going back to class seven, because at this point, I forgot Swahili. I could not speak Swahili. I can't do half of the subject, so I cannot go into form two. I had to go back to like class seven. So like my parents could have said they don't care. You just go to your class seven, you figure out your nini, you do your KCPE, you go to high school, and whatever. Mm. But um, they... They sacrificed and they took us to British system schools and good ones, um, if I may say. And um, again, after I'd finished year 13, and after that first rejection letter, my dad could have said, nope, I'm taking you to Strathmore. Nope, I'm taking you to UN. This is money. Because you, for you to apply, you have to pay. Like, you just don't apply. Um, so you could have said, no, I'm not sacrificing, I'm not pouring my resources into this when I can, you know, diverge this money into my two siblings who are in school, who are also supposed to do their exams. And again, these exams are not cheap. And then I also have a brother who's in Australia. So like, they could have said, you know what, we're taking you to UN, we're taking you to Strathmore, something that would easen the financial body. But they didn't. They mm. were like, you want to go? Okay this is what we'll do after that rejection letter came my dad was like let me let me because we had it's a school that he would did his phd in so he's like let me let me call my people over there the contacts and find out what was going on like he went above and beyond he could have just stopped and said no and then um you could I, you could i think he was trying to hide it but like i could see it in his face just how stressed he was like knowing that it's been over one year I've been in the house. Um, COVID now is dying off, for lack of a better word. Borders are opening for different for other countries. And nothing is happening. Like nothing is going for me. Um, yeah. But then, you know, it now also fell down to me as well. Because like, am I, am I being too pushy? Am I being... Am I not being considerate enough looking at the <clears throat> looking at what is happening? Am I just, you know, say maybe let me just go to Strathmore and then I'll go back to Australia for my master's or something like that? So I think I've just been, as I said, I've been fortunate and lucky enough to have very understanding parents <clears throat> when it came or when it comes to education. Um, because they also have enforced down my throat like you have to do this course like ask me what do you want to do and 
uh yeah and what was the second question what is the second okay comparison Comparison. yeah i think it's it's it hard to get to it's get to a point um where i think i sat myself down i think at the beginning of last year and i told myself you can't compare everyone's journey is different just because we're in the same class at a point doesn't mean that we are all heading in the same direction um and if i keep you know keep saying that we never came back to kenya i would have done this i would have done this i would have been here all is doing it's depressing me no one else it's just me it's bringing me down so like i had to intentionally say yes uh if it was under other circumstances this is where i would have been um if i <clears throat> said this if i didn't want to go abroad i would have been in fourth year if i'd gone to Strathmore. but you know it, a lot of ifs i had to stop saying a lot of ifs and just you know tell god at the end of the day you promised me in jeremiah 29 11 that the plans you have for me are plans to you know prosper me and not to have me harm me plans to give me a hope in the future and like i want to trust and claim that promise despite what my colleagues and the people around me are doing i mean it again it's easier said than done there are days where you'll do very well um you'll see you guys on instagram and you'll be like good for them but then there are also days where you see and you're like gosh i've been out of school for one and a half years <clears throat> um i have nothing to 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 um have nothing to attest for this one and a half years nothing solid to attest for this one and a half years and then like you have friends telling you you could have done a computer course for like three months or like a diploma for like one year something just to you know keep you keep you busy but i think i kept myself busy i threw myself into church mm. i threw myself into church um every saturday sunday you'd find me in church monday to friday i'm sorting out church related things it even got to a point where the only time i'd leave this house is because i'm going to church or i'm going to a church related activity and through this i also got an opportunity to host a fitness show on hope channel i mean i think god was working in his own way because i'm mm, like nice mm -hmm. <laughs> i like this idea to this day i get like random people coming to me it's like oh my god are you the like are you the girl from the fitness show and i'm like you mean people actually watch that people watch mm. the channel like i don't i'm not sure that i don't <laughs> and plus it, it has at 7 a.m who was waking up at 7 a.m to watch tv like guys i was up at 7 a.m to go to work like it's it just you know gives you that satisfaction like okay you actually did something um and then of course on top of that you'd find you know my mom comes home and tells me that parents are coming to her and telling her my god your child your child is just amazing so i think even as i was throwing myself into this to distract myself from reality um it helped me because it yeah it helped me because i finally got my experience with god rather than leaving and using other people's experiences around me to to show that yes indeed god is good now i had my own story um to go along with that phrase that god is indeed good i think that has answered your question 
Yes, it has. And obviously, I have another question stemming from that. Mm-hmm. Is one, mm-hmm. again, for you, obviously, Bishani, we've known even on social media everywhere, you have a very high self-esteem. So for you, how are you able to maintain such a high self-esteem amidst all this that is happening? Because I was talking to some, a guest about a, on an episode, just talking about how sometimes mm-hmm. we base our whole being on certain mm-hmm. things. So sometimes... Like Billy Marbis his whole personality and being a law student. You've seen those pictures mm-hmm. of this people don't know I'm a law student or don't know I'm a med student. Or yeah, yeah. We had based my my whole identity on podcasting or you know, on all these things that are very fickle. So for you, how are you able to maintain your self-esteem and uh just know that even you just being shiny at that point is enough? And two is on church leadership, right? Um, uh-huh. how is it still maintaining your faith in God? And God is, as, pro- as you said, Jeremiah 2911, and God has so many promises. I think mm-hmm. someone said that 365 promises are promised for each day. And there's all these <coughs> promises in the Bible, yet you're, and mm. you're a leader. So obviously as a leader in church sometimes, because I've been there, I, you feel like God, since you're leading people and you're doing God's service, yeah. God has a higher yeah. mandate and higher like needs to regard you high more highly in terms of he needs mm. to come through for you even more you know like yeah. god are doing this for yeah. you, why you not so for yeah. you it's very sometimes it gets to a point where you want it to be transactional like god why are you not doing this yeah. for me yet yeah. i'm doing this so for you how was mm-hmm. it being a church leader all these people looking up to you yet you're facing all these trials the rejections the document back yeah. and forth all the time and you're asking god yamani God, what am I not doing? Come on, Kanisa, I'm doing. Come on, this I'm doing. Yeah, I'm on the stage yeah. now. So tell me about that as well. Um, in regards to my self-esteem, <laughs> uh, you know that I, I mean, and being vulnerable, I'm not friends, really unfriends. <laughs> Biggest enemies, <laughs> in fact. <laughs> That's no So, um, guys didn't know, or guys don't even know, what has been happening? See me in church, like they make a joke. Hiya, and I'm like, yeah, me, I'm still here. And I'd be like, and I go, if you will meet me, and then like, hiya, like, you know, I just laugh it off. And then, um, again, some days it's easier. Some days, uh, you just sit down and you're like, hmm, okay, God was not happening what's not happening <laughs> but I, think, uh, I don't think i don't think my self-esteem was was uh, affected funny enough yeah i don't think it was affected at all it just got to a point where i'd 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 um i'd avoid that topic i'd avoid mm-hmm. that topic at, uh, completely and if it came up, I'd give vague answers to, you know, um, stop guys from asking more questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all this time you are good. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, it got, I don't think it, I think it only maybe just affected it briefly around July when I was like, I was supposed to go and I'd set my mind into going and had mentally prepared myself into going. My friends asking me, when are we coming to help you park? When are you hosting us for your farewell? And then I think that's when it hits me like, gosh, it's June. 
there's nothing and i'm supposed to go my friends know i'm supposed to go everyone around me knows i'm supposed to go i i think for about a week or two it did bring my mood down but then again you fake it still you make it so like whenever i was in public i'd you know put a brief face smile and not show anything but so, in real mm-hmm. yeah i don't think it's it genuinely affected my self esteem like that so how would you what would you advise yeah. someone who to who's going through that phase like how would they still maintain having the self esteem even amidst all that don't tell anyone until you book those flights <laughs> <laughs> That's the famous joke oh about kisses. No, don't. Don't, don't. Or maybe until you you get your visa. Oh no, maybe until you get your confirmation of enrollment. Then you can tell people. Don't don't <laughs> open your mouth and start saying I'm leaving next month. I'm leaving next. You've heard those stories of guys who used to say, tell you I'm moving schools next term and then next term comes and they're still there. That was no, me. Don't, don't. Sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. One, two, one, from from one to two, I'm moving next up. From four, you're doing a case in the same school. In the same school. Um, not shout. I don't know why you said to shout. I don't know what violence has just, you just said, let me be violent. But, Miss Aou. I don't want peace. I want problems. Always. <laughs> When you're coming to visit me in school and I'm still in that uniform. Yet I'll transfer. Hey. Hey, story for another day. <laughs> oh, I love to look for those pictures. Because, ah, oh, anyway. anyway. I hope they don't exist. They don't expose you. <laughs> Talk to me nicely. Below na sumbonga on Instagram. I might just decide to do this. Excuse me, I'll take you. But then, sorry for another day. <laughs> you must say me away. Um yeah don't don't I think that's what I say I can say because the minute you do and I think it also helped having friends who are understanding mm-hmm. um and yeah they were understanding and there were those ones of like at least we now we have more time with you like that that is where that's the mindset my friends are having like mm. we have more time with you and like looking back I'm I kind of am glad I didn't go in July. But then again, I am sad. It mm. it it all worked out um at the end. But yeah, I think also again, yeah, um my friends were very understanding and the guys that I told um and then like whenever they'd ask um whenever they ask what's happening, I just give them like a part of the truth, which was the fact that all my documents have different names and the school is bringing problems um which is just like a minor a minor minor thing but that's what i was saying because the daughter for elders were calling me hi you're living and you know you haven't told me and i'm like god (laughs) but (laughs) yeah um yeah i think it would have been a complete different story if my friends were not understanding and everyone around me was just like go bye we don't want mm. you here um yeah but as i said don't until you get that offer letter i'm at that confirmation of enrollment 
don't steal anyone. Don't. Mm-hmm. Because and so, do you believe in evil eye? Sorry? Do you believe in evil eye? I, what's that again? Or jinxing your plans. Like, if you tell your plans to people, that's when things don't work. Eh, man, I think, I, I think I'm a firm believer in if God wants that door to be open, you, he will open it and no one will keep it. Yeah. Uh, whether um, whether this person you tell this person and they they don't they don't want you to go that is on them because at the end of the day me my God my God is amazing um, yeah again what's meant for you will be yours yeah so back to our church leadership question yes yeah. that's the second question. Eh. Yeah, twenty. The last three years, me, I think I've worked. I've worked for God. And you're just looking back, like I'm thinking about like during the COVID time. Thursday, to look on a lesson discussion online. Friday, my Friday, was Saturday. We have um this ment uh mentoring talks, and then Sunday we have choir practice online. And then between Monday and Wednesday, you're organizing the event for the next week. So you're ever in charge. And then coming out of COVID, a lot of my friends would say that New Life Ambassadors, I go to New Life, uh, and a lot of my friends would say New Life Ambassadors have been one of the most active ambassador clubs out there. Because every other day, there is this, we are doing this, we are going here, we have this. And like I'm the one behind, I mean, I have a team. But like we are the one, I'm like the one behind all these things. Um, if it comes to when now church itself, I I used to, I am a floor manager in church. I help in the running of church service, the online service, and you're just there like, I am doing these things, God. Why aren't you? Why aren't you? You know, um, opening doors. And I think I used to say a lot. My mom is on used to say it when you do God's work, God will do your work for you. So mm. I'm now looking like just thinking, I'm like, I'm doing God's work, but it's not like he's doing my work for me. Yeah. Because as well, my work is involving a lot of rejections and back and forth. Okay, it was one rejection, but still there are a lot of uh, back and forth. So what is what is this? Um but then I think what I'd always used to pray is you've I used to say, God, you've never failed me and I know you're not about to start failing me now. Just um, you know, give me something, something to to you know hold on. I think it got to a point where I'm not perfect. Like I started doubting. I was like, maybe this is a sign that God is saying I'm not supposed to go. Um maybe there's something i have done that i'm you know being punished for you know your mind wanders and yeah you come to all these conclusions and you're just like ah but then again when i did this like you know you're just thinking so if you're con- in which i will literally debating with myself and then you look back you're like then again the other time this happened i asked god you know just a simple prayer like you know i'd be driving you just look at this because I always say it's always the small, small things. Like when I first started driving, like I'd be at Mombasa Road, it's at night. And I'd be like, God, just clear the way I want to. There's this U turn. 
just before um, the show petrol station for Wombasa Road that I used to absolutely hate at night, especially getting into South Sea because it's a U-turn and then you're supposed to turn into South Sea. And cars are coming like 80, 90 kilometers per hour. And you're just like, how am I supposed to get from this outer lane into the inner lane so that I can get into South Sea? So like, I'd be like, God, just when I get to that U-turn, let there be no car so that I can easily go across. And when I get there, there's no car and I like easily access it. So you're like, but God and ask you for these small things. You came through. And like many other situations like would pop into your head. Then you you now even feel bad for doubting because you're like, okay, God, you're working, but why aren't you working on this? Why are you working on every other thing? But, but it's like this one you're ignoring. Amma, you uh, haven't had Amma haven't prayed enough. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay. Um it got us. It got us, I think, around even I think around after after TM after last year March TMI I think I started pulling back on on um working in church or oh, as I said I used to be a floor manager um and basically floor manager is like an assistant director so like I started pulling back I used to go to church at seven a.m. I'm in church because it's help set up the cameras the nini the service to ensure that live stream is running. Smoothly, then I started pulling back. Kidoki dogo. I say, ah, let me go at seven thirty this week. Next week, ah, seven at seven thirty, and everyone came at seven thirty. Let me try it. Even got to a point. I think I'd walk into church at like nine, nine thirty, and like I, I, it wouldn't bother me. So mm. like I did start pulling back. I did start doubting, and then you're like, because it it does take a toll on you. And then what I'd comfort myself with is. I've been working for the last two years. Let other people do it. This is an opportunity for other people to, to also, you know, learn how to do it so that it's not always me being seen. It's not always a shiny. When it's time to give pastor the microphone, it's not always shiny. Let me give it to other children. And that's how I'd console myself. And then mm-hmm. I'd be like, these days you don't even you don't even want to work in church. You don't you don't go at seven days to go. You go to church at like 9 30, 10, and it doesn't bother you. I think after a while, a couple of several times, my mom said that thing, and I just ignore it. And then I sat down and I'm like, hey, maybe this is why my things are not working because I started, <laughs> I started doubting God. <laughs> but then you're like, but other things are working. We'd have a social Sunday, it's been raining the whole weekend. Like, God, I just want the sun to be out on sand. And the sun is out. You're like, okay. So it's just this one thing, this cool thing is what it's like God answers every everything and then when it comes to school it's like oops and he jumps over it. Um yeah, it, it got it got hard for a while and then you'd be like God I need a win. You get a win in, in another area that you didn't even it was very <laughs> very frustrating to say um to say the least yeah i mean we're all human uh but then i think i posted i posted something on my workshop series the other day and like just a small small i came across this thing of uh, i think as i sixty twenty two, when the time is right i the lord will make it happen and every time like i'd get into a bit of doubt i'd come across that verse or like some other inspirational quotes of you know, just 
things that I needed to hear at that time. I'd be like, okay, maybe God is working. He's just not doing it the way I want him to do it. He's doing it in his way. And I think it took me a while to accept that, that um, he is working, is just not doing it my way, the way I want mm. him. He's doing it his way. And I'd also say that at the end of the day, I know that this will be a testimony. I will sit down and I will, a testimony that I will sit down and I will say, um, as much as it didn't happen the way I wanted, wanted it to happen, it happened. Uh, in God's timing and in God's way. And I'm hoping and praying that I will look back and I'll be like, I see why I had to eat. I see why I had to go through all these things for me to get here. I see why I had to go through many stops before getting to the final destination. Yes, I talk a lot, by the way. Feel free, it's a podcast. That's why you're here. Um, I just love how you even said that because at, a lot of times we pray and say may your will be done but that mm-hmm. we never mean that statement because we want oh, all yeah. things prayed for to be done mm-hmm. you know, we don't have a yeah. formality she said me no, by the way may your will be done like in me so even as you're saying you're like but I want it to be like this like this like, like this like this like this yeah yeah mm-hmm. So again, with that, um, for you, um, how were you able to? What's the balance between? And I keep on asking this because even me, sometimes I struggle with. What's the balance between um, knowing when to be persistent and accepting that probably God's answer in this thing is a no, you know? So like for you, yeah. you're going through this thing, right? And so mm. you're seeing now do- those are now finally opening up one and a half years later. And so yeah. you can credit that two, year, two years. Two years later. Right, so you can create create that to being persistent and say, If I was not persistent enough, this thing wouldn't have worked out. But then there's there's a (laughs) point where, uh, Mm. probably God did want you to do this, and so if you give up, probably last year, let's say in July last year, you give up and said, So this is not my path, let me stay in Kenya and do this thing in Kenya, and things would have probably been different. So, for you, how what is the balance, and how have you learned that? what is the right answer to listen to? What is the right voice, rather, to listen to? Is this one that keeps telling you, be persistent? Or is it one that tells yeah. you, probably this is not the door that's opening, let's try it another way? Let's try it another way. Um, eh, me, I think when it comes to my education life, I, I, I don't think I was God's favorite at that point. Mm. So I'm just looking back. I'm just looking back at the fact that there was a point in time I was being taught the wrong syllabus. Had in my funny exams, you know, you go to an exam room, whatever you prepared for is not what has come. And this is literature. You're reading a book. No, I think I was reading um reading a book called In Cold Blood and some other Shakespeare book I can't remember. And then you go to the ex- you're so prepared, you've read that book, you have all your points, you've mentally prepared yourself for the exam, and then you you get to the exam room and you find questions on the life of Pi. You've never read that book. How the hell are you going to do that? That's Damn. <laughs> this is year 12, my dude. Ah, no way. Like, no way. I was like, wow. Hey, 
Anyway, me, I think I've, I've gotten, I've gone to the pits when it comes to my education. But anyway, um, and then, you know, he's gone to the exam room. I'm diverting a little bit, but I am heading somewhere. Um, then I, I come, I remember I came home that day and I was crying because I'm, I'm an overachiever. So I was mm-hmm. expecting an A or an A star in this paper because that's, I've always been good in English and literature, and that's what I've always been getting in school, in like exams for school. So, like, I wasn't expecting something far off in my final exam. Like, I came home crying that day and I told my mom, I'm not doing any more pay. I think it was the second paper, and I had about 14 papers. No, I had 12 papers, and it was the second paper. The first paper was the same, but it was a geography paper that the information is the same but the way the questions are being asked were different i could handle that one but this i came home crying and i told mom i'm not doing this exam i'm sorry i know people have paid for them but i'd rather just get her she didn't do the exam than an e on my results slips or like a Mm. u which is an unmarkable on my results slip than no i'd rather nini um not do the exam not get any results and getting a u Mm-hmm. Mom is like, no, just you know, we've paid for the exam. You know, your next, I think it was our two, your next exam is I think three days away. We can just go online, figure something out. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing this. Like you're just talking of listening to you, yes, but we are not, we are not doing this exam. No, not like that. Right, and then eventually she managed to convince me. We went online, and I did the, I finished my twelve papers. And like I told my parents, clean, don't expect good grades. Cause, and it's not even, I didn't even realize I was being taught the wrong syllabus. It was my older brother who did. So I told them, don't, don't expect good grades. So like when grades came out, I got credits, they got C's, C's, C's. And I'm like, this is not me. Mm. So on top of that, my dad gets pissed. I have to move schools. I move schools. And I'm supposed to do my year. This is January of 2020. And I'm supposed to do my year 13 exams in May, June of 2020. And I've been taught the wrong syllabus for both year 12 and 13. So I moved schools. I go to the new school in Feb. That is Feb, um, March, April, May. March, actually, I have two months to be taught the right syllabus and to be ready for exams in May for year 13. That is exams for history, geography, English, and literature. <clears throat> and I was doing advanced in all of them. Like, that was not enough. But then COVID happened, and, like, I got predicted grades. So, like, as I said, my education system was just, education has just been the absolute ghetto. And I was, like, the persisting. So, like, maybe if I, after the, after the, predicted grades I could have gone to uni with those grades but now the catches I wouldn't I want to do law but the catches with the grades that I had I could have gone to uni but not to do law I could mm. have said you know what let's I can get into uni let me start and then I'll eventually work my way to law but I was like no Mm-mm. god no I'm not doing this I'm going back to school. I think I sat down. I, I didn't even give him room for his plan. I told him I'm going back to school. 
in uh, results came out in August and the school year uh, for British starts in September. <clears throat> so I was like, I'm going back to school in October and I'm registering for exams in January. And I'm going to receive all these papers and I want an A. An A. Mm. So I tell my dad, my dad is like, are you sure? Because I'm all, are you sure? He's like, yes. Yes. Because the thing is, if I get worse results than I did for the predicted, these new results are the ones that are going to be used. I can't use the old ones. So then there's also doubt. You're like, can I really do this? Because I was like, no, you know what, God, it's about time you you come through for me. So I did the exams. And like I even I sat down and I told God, this is what I want in paper one, this is what I want in paper two, this is what I want in paper three, this is what I want in paper four for all the subjects. And I wrote them down. I went and did the exams. Um, I have PTSD from exams because of what happened that year, January. So like I'm nervous as hell, I'm doing the exams. Everything goes well, and then it's time for results. This time round, I told my mom, just check the results. I'm not checking it myself. <clears throat> and she told me, you got an A in English, a B in geography, and a B in history. And I was like, okay, I wanted A's, but a B is okay. But now looking further into the individual papers, whatever I wrote down that I wanted in each of the paper, I surpassed by mm. like 10 marks. And so you're just like, okay, higher. Me persist because like every time uh I'd get feedback like send us this, I'd always think back to that that encounter. Like I wrote down I wanted this in English I got. I surpassed it by like over ten marks. So you're like last time round I persisted and it worked in my favor. What's the harm in persisting this time round? Um and I think I think you just also have to weigh your options. Because my options were, if they, things didn't work out by this year, there's no way I was going to stay in the house for another mm. year. Doing what I was, whether I wanted it or not, because we have tried, we've tried for the last two years, nothing is happening. Maybe it's time we accept that that is not God's plan. God has mm. something else. I think you just have to sit down and weigh where your options and figure out if what what persisting entails yeah hmm that's interesting uh-huh yes has that answered your question yeah yes. i think you just have where your options put down the pros and the cons of persisting um and then you also have to at, at the end of it all as a christian you have to acknowledge that you have your plans, but God has his, and God surpasses your plans, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Um, whether you need it. Um, so even as you outweigh your options of persisting, you just... Because the worst you can get is... No, at, no, not the worst you can get. At the end of the day, you will say, I tried. It's not like um, I got a no and left it there. I tried. I yeah. went about it, I did my part, I left it to God, and maybe that was not his plan. It's mm. easier said than done. It is easier said than done. Because once you have your heart and your mindset on something, 
for me changing it is difficult yeah for a lot of us because <laughs> mm. i've had i've had my heart set on going back to australia for the last five and a half years it was not about to change right now <laughs> it was not about to change yeah mm. yeah so, i don't know if that has answered it has you need to be more confident in your answers now that you're being a lawyer you, you have <laughs> <asked> my question <laughs> <laughs> and also now uh-huh. um uh even as we wind up right uh what would you tell someone yeah fast who probably is going through something similar just this whole mm. labalu of transitioning and there's all pressure yeah. from everywhere everyone has something to say everyone has something they want mm-hmm. to advise you so how do you how what do you advise them and how do you advise them to also block the noise and sometimes you just trust your gut because i'm sure as as president you know yeah. if i have something to tell you there's aunties who want to tell oh, you yeah. done this you should have mm-hmm. you could have there's your peers again who would also tell you some 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 of the unsolicited advice that really mm-hmm. sometimes help so what would you advise someone in regards to that um what i'd tell them is first and foremost always have an end goal in mind um yeah just have that and goal in mind so like for me it was going back to australia um the path the path is definitely not going to be what you envisioned it it is going to have ups and downs there are some people who are fortunate enough to you know go through that application process they get the acceptance they get the confirmation of enrollment and within two three months everything has worked for them and they have gone i have seen it happen but that is them but again not everyone's journey is the same so once you have that end goal in mind at least it keeps you focused on this is what i'm working towards um this is what i need to do to get there uh what else what does they tell some hold on um hold on i'm i'm a testing i'm a i'm a testament to the fact that god's plan always pre- uh not prevails but it always works um it may not be the way that you wanted it to be um but at the end of the day it will work and it will be much better than what you envisioned mm. yeah it will be much 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 better than what you envisioned you may not see it now but maybe a couple months down the line years down the line you look back and be like okay i see why i had to use that direction i see why i didn't go from point a to point b uh using a straight line i see why i had to divert and go through very many pit stops and yeah um yeah i think it's just just have that end goal in mind and never Uh, I mean the end goal may shift but just ensure that that end goal is always there and try to how do you block okay blocking out is hard it's easier said than done mm. but you just need to you know sit down and tell yourself okay I'm blocking it out everyone every, everyone is going to have something to say about something um like I would have done it like this if it was me would, but it's not you So you, I think you just have to again figure out which one is worth blocking out and which one is worth listening to. 
Mm. What is important is that end goal. Have something working towards. Yes. And now, last of the lastly, like I always have many lastlies mm-hmm. when I enjoy the conversation. So this one is the last lastly, which is <laughs> support system and vulnerability. So you've talked about you having a very good support uh-huh. system and friends who are very understanding. Yeah which is yeah. a very that's a plus especially in a generation that we always say we don't have real friends we see people talking about not having good support system so that's a plus mm-hmm. on you because i think even having a support system is not only dependent on the people outside but even yourself to accept yeah. Yeah. people who are willing to help you and support you but, so the question is now you, you talked about you and vulnerability are oil and water right yes so yes. how were you able to at least I'm not even sure if you converted in anyone with some of the deep intricacies of this process. So, okay, did you? And if you did... No, <laughs> no it was only like my siblings and my family who knew. Eh, um, um, them, uh, even okay. for after your no. family, you can't tell them. After one person. Or maybe... That's the point that to be maintained. <laughs> Always. We are gangsters. Yeah, man. <laughs> I hope I can approve Sarah, Kasma, listen to this episode. So they just know <laughs> they over-exaggerate their person in your life. So with that, <laughs> okay, now, like now that. it's vulnerability, it's really. Uh-huh. It's like that, guys. Listen to me. It's like that. No, so it's not. It's not to people. Yeah, no. <laughs> so uh-huh. the support system, how are you able to... Okay, obviously, since you've said that you're not fully vulnerable, how are you able to at least mm. let them in your life to a point where they can able to support you and be there for you in the ways you needed, but still not being too vulnerable because you umesema you make a tattoo, your heart has refused. So how are you able to let them in to the extent that they can even be there for you? Um yeah, vulnerability many kataka That's the one thing. But no. Um I think I had told my friends I was going. Those ones who needed to know knew. Um, and I, I think I just told them that things are, I said things are up in the air right now, but the plan is I am going. So, and then again, I had an, always tell them the, the, nini, the, the small truth just as a factor um yeah i told them that i was leaving and that's the plan i'm leaving uh when i don't know honestly i don't know when i'm leaving but we are working towards me leaving if anything changes then you know i'll let you know and my friends would always be like um i promised my friends for the longest time that i'll call them home and I cook for them. So they'd be like, okay, when are you calling us home? And I'm like, I'll call you guys when I'm leaving. That was Feb. Feb has gone. Okay, when are you calling us home? I'm like, I'm leaving in July. I'm calling for in June. Uh, June, July has gone. When are you leaving? I'm like, I'll call you guys before Christmas. Okay. Christmas came. I went to Shags. I came back. When are you, uh, when are you guys, when are you calling us? To cook for, uh, to cook for us. I'm like, I'll call you guys before I leave. And I think let you me, got to the point. Yeah. Let me add the next one. When are you calling us, Shani, before you leave? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so could you guys have pressure? You guys are the next I, one. I, mm-hmm. I told them, I will call you. When? 
sijui lakini just know i will call you people for that i have to cook for you guys before before i leave yeah um but then it also helped that there is there is one person who i told and my best friend like i told him this is what's happening so it was like one person i told the rest they were getting need to know they were on need to know basis information with like in our panda imagine we see don't get me in trouble know your position in people's lives that's the message to the your the people who are saying that you're close friends that's not what i'm saying <laughs> that's not so, what i'm saying i'll come back to the episode get the episode to, uh, we'll come back and give guys the full testimony when it actually happens and when we yeah. are called for you when you finally call us to cook for us is when we're coming back and i'll tell guys finally she called us guys you can relax she called to us eat you can eat, yes. <laughs> and in the next episode <laughs> you said your best friend the pressure you listen about the pressure is getting worse so it's let me even make it more worse as someone would say <laughs> now it's out there it's out there i have to call people whether i like it or not but hey anyway. i don't need to say maybe and i'm not over exaggerating my position you know the two snaps you know the two sunny left what anyway guys so again we're going to come back and do another episode where you tell me uh-huh. you said your best friend mm. is akim so we're going to come back and discuss eh? this safety so you need to do it <laughs> in Nairobi, Nairobi. <laughs> Nairobi. Hey, best bestie. Anyway, I let the listeners <laughs> to that. Best bestie. Hey, we'll listen to your best friend. Who's a him? So, what will come no, back to another episode? No, but think. Ah, but, uh, hey, we shall be in this Nairobi. <laughs> if you don't overthink, and yes, uh, have you seen this street where? Anytime I think, I'm always right. So this, I'm, I, is this one of those questions? No, ah, yeah. no. Let's wait and find out no. in the next episode. See your topic. <laughs> Imagine call me for that topic. You're going to content. You're going to content? Not for me. Not for me. But from you. Even know, for you. Ujitete. Ujitete pia. Pia woko hapo in that position. So ujitete pia. Ujitete pia. He's in the street at when your friend is a radio presenter and then he's he's on his nini recording and then you hear so you know my friend let's call them clouds let him be for that be like so you know my friend <laughs> and we're not mentioning okay. names eh no, uh, so that's no yo like that that topic is a very ever content issue Yo, yo, I, I enjoy ah, yeah. that. I'll tell you when. I'll tell you when. Not me. I'm even you're there in that bracket. So even as an upcoming lawyer, you'll no, need to know how to kujitetea. So in that case, I'll be the prosecutor. I, you'll be the defense eh, lawyer. So just be ready with the arguments. I can defend myself. I can defend myself. <laughs> and the him. So. <laughs> client, if you see me run, just run. <laughs> Or you just see me leaving, just follow me, <laughs> and you'll be just saying, "Murife, don't run." <laughs> so I let the listeners treat us after the bushel and pour for us the good, the bad, and bushel and tell us all the things they've loved about this episode, the things they've taken away from this episode, from comparison to waiting to taking it each at a time. To I hope you're not taking mm. the lesson of vulnerability from Shani, because that's the one lesson <laughs> you guys don't take. You guys vulnerability, there's power in vulnerability. <laughs> so you guys, to amen. 
Amen. No, hauna maoni. Kwa sasa sina maoni. Anyway, have a lovely week ahead folks and cheers. Thank you.